What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Social Degenerates Podcast, and I am once again your host, Tyler Boyd. I don't even know what episode this is. Listen, I'm sorry. I, lo- I know it's been a while. It's been a minute. Um, I've been busy. I've been doing things. Like I said, I have a full-time job. This is just a hobby. So when I get it out, I get it out. I'm trying to get it out <laughs> more frequently, but, you know, sometimes life happens. You can't get it out what it is. Roman, uh, my... I don't want to say co-host because he's not like officially a co-host, but I typically do podcasts with either Roman or Kyle, and I have special guests on sometimes, but Roman is currently out uh, doing some things up in Missouri, over in Missouri, under Missouri, whatever the fuck. I hate when people get all geographical with you. It's not up, it's down. You're going down. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Um, but anyway, Roman is somewhere around Missouri doing some things. I don't want to give out his personal information, but, uh, so he's going to be gone for about two months or so. Uh, so I'm solo, baby. I'm solo. I might shoot one with Kyle. Um, I might do something with somebody else. Who knows? Like I said, I haven't been pumping these out near as much as I wanted to. Uh, just because like I said, baby life happens and it is what it is. Uh, We're fucking figuring it out along the way. It's been an eventful couple of weeks or however long it's been since I put one of these out. Um, I had a bachelor party. That Oh, hold on. God damn it. See, I don't even... I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's been so long since I've done one of these. I forgot how to plug some of the cords in. Not forgot how, but I forgot where they go and, you know, the sequence of order. There's things that happen behind the scenes that you guys don't see. And I fucked it up. I mean, I got it right, but I fucked it up the first time. You know what I'm saying. Um, but with that being said, I am drinking Angry Orchard. I have drank uh, a couple of different types of drinks today. I've been kind of cutting down on drinking. I'm trying to be health conscious. Uh, I actually just had chicken and broccoli for dinner. Uh, I'm trying to lose some weight because here in a minute, I'm going to New Hampshire, and I'm going to have my shirt off, and I don't want these tits flopping around in random strangers' faces. Although they might like it, I don't. So I'm trying to get in shape. I've been in. The, I've been hitting a gym, dude. I've been hitting a gym. You should know this. I think we talked about it last time, dude. I fucking got boulders on my back now. It's crazy. It's wild. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, is that John Cena? But then I remember, you can't fucking see him. So no, it's not John Cena. It's just me. Um, no, like I was saying... Uh, I am drinking Angry Orchard. I drank a couple drinks. I don't, I, I've been trying to cut down on drink or, or drinking or when I do drink, I drink whiskey because my mind likes to tell me that it's healthy for, healthier for you as far as trying to get that dag gut down, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Your boy's trying. I'm trying to eat healthier. I cut out, mm, I cut out soda. I cut out mainly energy drinks. I drink bangs, which makes me feel a little less guilty when I drink them because there's zero calories, all that shit. So I'm trying. All right. I can only do so much. And as, as a fat kid that was addicted to soda and energy drinks, tell you what, a bang or two a day, isn't that bad compared to what I was drinking. Typically it's only one bang a day, but if I'm feeling a little sluggish, you know, might chug another one. Fuck it. Um, 
No, nah, man. I just had my bachelor party the other day. Uh, and by the other day, I mean like two or three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, it was cool. It was put on by Kyle. Anybody that's been an avid listener to this podcast, you know who Kyle is by now. Uh, he put it on. We went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, for anybody that's listening outside of Pennsylvania. Uh, we went to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Had a couple drinks, and by a couple, I mean a, a lot. I was hammered. We rode in the back of uh, Wade's pickup truck through Harrisburg. I was yelling at people, uh, s- screaming things that I probably wouldn't have said sober, but it is what it is. Uh, we went to the strip club. No shit, there I was. So we went to a strip club in Harrisburg, and they had a roped-off area. I guess it was like the VIP lounge, whatever you want to call it. There was a couple people there getting dances and whatever. So there was a roped off area and in that roped off area, there was a staircase that led to a cage up on the ceiling where I guess dancers typically dance. Now at this time, there was nobody up there dancing. So I was hammered. It was the end of the night. I knew I'd probably never be back at that strip club considering I've only been to two in my life. And that was the first time there. So I was like, I'm going to go up in that cage. (coughs) Excuse me. I said that out loud. I said, I'm going to go up in a cage. And somebody in my party said, you won't. Now, if you've never drank with me, if I'm drunk and I say I'm going to do something and you tell me I won't or, you know, you don't got the balls or whatever. If you're basically challenging what I said, it's fucking game on, bud. We're going after it. I'm going to do what I set out to say that I'm going to do and... There's nothing that's going to stop me except, all right, now let me rewind. So I said I was going to go up in that cage. He said, you won't. Well, I darted over the VIP line where I'm not supposed to be because I didn't pay for VIP or any of that. Darted over the rope that they had sectioned off. I grabbed the staircase rail and I probably made it to the first step before I felt his hand hit my shoulder that stopped me in my track. And all I heard was a very, very firm female voice in my ear that said, get the fuck out of here. And at that point, I knew I was in trouble. <coughs> like I previously stated, I, w- I really wasn't afraid of getting kicked out of the club. I didn't want to get arrested. So I was like, as firmly as you said that, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And I never even checked to see who it was. It could have been a dancer. It could have been just like a patron that was there that seen me being obnoxious. I don't know who it was. I didn't look. It could have been a guy. I can't judge these days. It could have been a a biological guy. I have no idea. They had a firm hand on my shoulder, though. And it felt like a dude. Could have been a big girl. Who knows? Didn't look. We, I, I, I left the VIP area, um, and then shortly after we left, there, there was a lot of fun in between. Uh, we went out to eat. I got surprised by some buddies of mine, and it was a good time overall. And then I went outside with Roman, which all of you know, I would think. Went outside with Roman, and we <coughs> proceeded to roll on the ground, and he tapped me out, which is a big blow to my ego because it doesn't happen much, and I it it yeah i fucked up my knee it's still fucked up this was like three weeks ago my knee is still fucked 
from trying to shoot a takedown on him and slamming my knee into the pavement. But it is what it is. We we roll with the punches, and that's what it is, baby. Um, now, fucking Johnny Depp won, huh? How about that? We're not going to talk about it because I don't give a fuck, really. I just strike it as a win for the good guys. I mean, they're both kind of fucking crazy, but, you know, as far as that case goes, it's a win for the good guys, I guess. I don't know. Amber Turd. That's the funniest part of the whole trial is that she is now synonymous with Amber Turd. And to have your name rhyme rhyme with Turd and you shit in a bed, that is just fucking hilarious to me. Um, But anyway, I went to a wrestling match. I know that was like one weird ass segue. I'm like Johnny Depp wrestling at it. Mm-mm. Fuck it. Uh, but I went to a wrestling match and I didn't think I was going to have fun. Like I thought it was going to be weird. And let me, let me paraphrase for you or let me, let me uh, kind of paint the picture here. It was not a WWE match. Back in my day, it was WWF, but I will call it what it is. Um, it was not a WWE match. My essentially father-in-law um, was like, hey, do you want to go to a wrestling match with us? And I was like, sure, where is it at? Oh, it's on the third floor of a VFW. Can you name anything more redneck to do than go to a wrestling match on a Saturday night in a VFW? Well, that's what I did. I went to this wrestling match. I took my son, went with my father-in-law and his friend. And, dude, I tell you what, I I know I just knocked it, and I was knocking it before we went. And I was just like, man, I don't know if I'm going to have fun doing this because this isn't really, like, what I do. The first match started, and I was instantly hooked, and I'm, like, yelling shit at the wrestlers. I'm like, you fucking suck. Like, just... And and of course, the crowd is... Okay, paint a picture of what you think a wrestling match in a VFW looks like. That's what the crowd looked like. And I'm not, I'm not judging. But if you're thinking what I'm thinking, that's what it looked like, okay? I'm not going to go no further than that. You know what I'm talking about, all right? Maybe a missing tooth. Maybe a mullet. It is what it is. Um... But the first match started, I was instantly hooked. It was actually pretty dope. Um, I knocked it for no reason. I feel bad because I judged and whatnot. Actually, I had some of the wrestlers talking shit to me. I could not stop smiling the whole time I was there. Like, legitimately, ear-to-ear smile the whole time I was there. It was just funny to me. Like, I was like... Like, they would, they would like, kick a guy... Okay, mind you, I also watch mixed martial arts. So, I watch real fighting. So, like... They would kick a guy in the head, and like you could clearly see that his shoe or boot or whatever you want to call it did not touch his head. And they're like, oh, 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 like they're doing that shit. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you didn't kick him. Like, when, like, you didn't kick him. Why, why are you making a noise? But then this guy like body slammed this other guy. And I know I know a little bit about wrestling. Like I'm not a complete fucking idiot. I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid. And I know when they throw up like the X sign. Like if you're gay and you watch the Dallas Cowboys. Like it's what uh, Des Bryant did with the uh, like whenever he'd score a touchdown. He'd throw up the X. Like that same sign. Like they throw an X with their arms. 
And that if they do that like back to the stage, that means like, hey, this guy's really hurt. Like he actually needs medical attention. And then like the goon squad comes out. Well, this guy, this big dude, body slammed another kind of big dude. He's eh, not, not like huge, but anyway, slammed him, dropped him on his head, like on his head head. And then the referee pinned him like right away. Like it wasn't that special of a move, I guess. But he pinned him right away, and then the wrestler got up, and he threw up the X, and the referee threw up the X, and that let him know they're hurt. Dude, I'm not lying to you. There was a doctor in the crowd that was probably from the Jurassic time. It took I'm – not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to be shitty about this. But it took him about three to four guys helping him get into the ring. The guy could not get up on the canvas for one. And then he couldn't get through the ropes. And like three or four guys had to help this Jurassic doctor come in through the ropes to assist this guy. And then like the following medical procedure, because I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a fucking PhD or nothing, but I have a little bit of medical experience. A little bit. I stress a little bit. But I know for fucking sure playing football and doing shit that I used to do, if somebody has a neck injury, like you don't fuck with them. Like you don't move their head around. So they did like a makeshift neck brace with their hands and stood this guy up on his feet. And I'm like, now again, I didn't graduate medical school. I didn't have a residency, nothing. But I had a feeling that's probably what you shouldn't do with a guy that could potentially could could potentially be suffering from a neck injury. Again, like I hate to be shitty about it, but it was one of the most like hillbilly like backyard things I've ever seen. However, with that being said, it was a great time. It was entertaining. There were a lot of sorry, I'm opening up a uh, what is this? A fucking simply spiked. I guess it's a new thing I just heard about today. It is a girly drink. Fuck you. Um, but it was it was a good time. It was a good time. I, I I would go again. Actually, they're having one this weekend. If anybody wants to go up in Scotland, Pennsylvania, I might go again. Might go again just to watch it. You know. But uh, on a whole different subject. So I went to New York City um, this past weekend, and. For anybody that has me on Facebook, you've already seen it, but I posted a picture of me sitting in Times Square and the caption said, I love this city for about four hours. Or no, I love this city. Ah, oh, fuck. I forget exactly how I worded it. It's, it's something like, I love this city, but after four hours, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. Which, perfectly in my mind, because I posted the the caption, perfectly depicts how I feel about New York City. Like... When you get there and you start seeing the skyscrapers up close and you start seeing like the busy energy and, 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 you know, all that shit, like it's dope. Like it's dope. You feel the energy of New York city. It's, it's a popping city. Like it's very fast paced. There's a lot of shit to do. There's a lot of food to eat. There's a lot of shit to buy. There's a lot of historical stuff, which is what I like about it. I'm very history oriented when I go places. And honestly, four hours might, excuse me, uh, oh, fuck, that one goes to, uh, that one goes to uh, Wade, I'll, I'll send that one out to Wade. Um, 
But honestly, I might have been generous with the four hour thing. Like, I'd say like maybe two, three hours. Once you start getting people that like bump into you, that try to like sell you stuff that you don't want, that try to hustle you, that try to like, you know, it's just every fucking turn you make, there's someone trying to get you to spend money. And I don't like that. Like, I wish I could just go there and chill. Obviously, I know that's not how a big city is. But I don't understand how people live in those cities. Like, I, it would drive me up the fucking wall to live in one of those cities, hear the sirens 24-7, see the fucked up weird-ass people that live there. I did finally see the naked cowboy, though. I seen him in person. I was standing 10 feet away from him. I seen the naked cowboy, which is something I never seen when I went to New York because it's usually been cold or rainy, and I'm sure the dude doesn't want to stand out there in a pair of whitey tighties in the rain. But I seen him. That was cool. I went to the 9-11 Museum, which if you've never been, I know there's a lot of – I know there's people from other countries that uh, probably – never been in New York City but if you've never been and you have a soft spot in your heart for history or anything like that um the 911 museum is the way to go it's very heavy i guess would be the word for it it's very heavy when you walk in there and seeing some of the relics that came off of the twin towers and some things like for instance uh the one exhibit, there was a um, uniform that a Navy, or excuse me, a uh, top, like the top half of the uniform that a Navy SEAL wore in the Osama bin Laden raid that killed ultimately Osama bin Laden. Uh, Osama bin Laden killed him, which to me was the dopest part of the whole thing. Like, the coolest, like, cool factor. Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, that was worn during the raid. And then next to it was a brick from Bin Laden's uh, hideout in Abbottabad, which was fucking dope to me. Like, to see that and be like, dude, that came all the way from Abbottabad. Like, it's wild to see that shit. But um, that was like the, like, like I said, on a cool factor, that was like the coolest thing I think I've seen. Some of the saddest things was, like, some of the phone calls and shit that you could hear. And then, like, they had a video of, like, the people jumping from the towers and stuff like that in a separate room. That was sad. Like, I I don't know. that I don't know. Like, I think everybody has their softy hearts for different things. Like, uh, like, I know somebody that, like, really takes the Holocaust to heart because, you know, their family's Jewish. And... To me, 9-11 is one of those things, like, I can't watch a movie or a documentary or go into the 9-11 museum without feeling some type of emotion. Like, I, extremely loud and dangerously close, I think is what the movie's called. But, like, watching that movie, like, that movie kind of made me sad. I sound like a bitch. Kind of made me sad. But, uh, <laughs> but, like, watching shit like that and, like, Zero Dark Thirty and you know, stuff related around 9-11 and, and Osama bin Laden and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of emotion behind that. And I think anybody that lived through 9-11, and I'm not talking about, like, if you were two years old when it happened. 
I'm talking about like you can remember where you were at. Miss Edelson's class in seventh grade. I remember exactly where I was at. Um, oh, backstory. I was in her class, and this is when Guinness Book of World Records was like real popular. Like everybody was renting them out of, of the library. And I remember when we found out about what was going on, I asked her if that was going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. And she just was like, "That now's not the time for that. And I was like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was probably a fucking dumb question to ask in hindsight, but I was, uh, what, 11? So, mm, it is what it is. No, I was, yeah. I was, maybe I was in sixth grade. Either way, I don't know. I think my numbers aren't adding up, but I was young. But I do remember where I was at, at least. But now, going, excuse me, going there um, was definitely eye-opening. And it's something I've wanted to do because I've been in New York a couple times. I've never gotten a chance to step in there. Um, But that was really cool to me. That was cool going in there, seeing all the shit, seeing pillars and, like, the original ground. And actually, I like to quiz people on history a lot, maybe too much, Uh, just, like, stupid fucking facts. But I actually learned something about that place that I didn't know is that they, from Albury, I actually learned that they built that building apparently around the World Trade Center because there were artifacts in there that are too big or they used the original staircases or the original foundation or whatever that they built the building around the actual 9-11 towers, the Twin Towers, which I thought that was cool. I never knew that. I never knew that. Um, I actually just told my son this the other day that in Vietnam, the reason they found out that POWs were being tortured was because they had a guy, I think he was a pilot, I could be wrong on that, double check that, but I think he was a pilot that got cap- captured in Vietnam and they uh, wrote out a like a story that they wanted to tell back to the United States, basically like, we're being treated fine, da-da-da-da-da, like, you know, we're not being harmed, whatever, but... In this video, the guy was signaling in Morse code with his eyeballs. So he was blinking Morse code while he was tired, while he was probably food depraved, while he was probably being shined with all these bright lights, which is actually how he got away with it because they were asking him why he was blinking so hard. And he said, because I'm not used to these bright lights. So he blinked in Morse code the word torture, which let the American intelligence know that the troops were being tortured. Fun fact for you motherfuckers. Um, but that's a true story. I forget the guy's name, but um Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't I don't know. These uh fucking I'm gonna get off of the New York trip. I can't really think of anything else to tell you other than I just hate being there, really. I every time I go to New York, I hope like I hope I just run into a famous person. I don't care who it is. But I'm like, New York is such a busy city with so much shit going on that eventually one of these times I'm out there, I'll run into a famous person. Well, I tell you what, it still hasn't happened. Sons of bitches. Um, How about Biden, huh? (laughs) I feel like I always talk about how I don't do politics, but every time I get on this podcast, I talk about politics. But seriously, fucking... Why? Did you all see him on Kimmel? I know you all seen him on Kimmel. 
Kimmel had to cut him off because he started babbering, bab- babbering, blabbering, blabbering about nonsense. And he had, he basically had to say, Hey, we got to go to commercial break. Like, and you can tell like a difference between if Jimmy Kimmel was like, Hey, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we got to go commercial break or like the panic of like, he's starting to go off again. Like we got to get the fuck out of here. Like we got to, we got to divert the situation, do something else. And that's exactly what happened because this motherfuckers fucking up our gas prices. (laughs) But the president doesn't control the gas prices. Don't get me started. Yeah, but the fucking policy does do. Does do, does do. I don't know. At this point, I'm just rambling. But uh, anybody, and I posted this as a status, so again, I apologize if anybody has me on Facebook, but the people that are still flying, or I guess representing uh, Biden-Harris on their bumper stickers or like a flag outside their house or whatever, and they still like believe in that shit, like they still support this administration after all this shit it's like hey bud the fuck you doing like what the fuck and i've said this ad nauseum on this podcast i've never been a trump guy either i i definitely think we were living a lot better under trump i definitely didn't agree with uh, a lot of the shit that he said and how he said it like i feel like he's very egotistical in, in how he says things however I do feel like we were way better off with him. I feel like all these countries weren't starting shit when he was in office. I just feel like we had it better. I mean, I wasn't paying $5 a gallon for gas when he was in office. But the president, shut the fuck up. Okay, I get it. Um, Russia wasn't invading Ukraine. But the fuck it. Okay. I can keep going on. You understand what I'm saying at this point. But... Like I said, I'm not like a huge Trump guy, but at the same time, fuck this administration. And I'm scared that we're about to live in a fucking country where I can't say fuck this administration without either being like shadow banned or killed. <laughs> Maybe that's a little aggressive, but like I, I like how how much longer are we going to be able to say that kind of stuff? Cuz I feel like every day it's just free speech is under attack and just little old me sitting at my kitchen table trying to talk to you guys. Like I might not be able to say some of the shit that I'm saying now. It's, it's wild. Like I, I never thought I'd see like this kind of censorship. I mean, they tried to censor Joe Rogan and I've already talked about this in other sense episodes, but they tried to censor Joe Rogan because he said the N word a couple times. And if you go back and I've been listening to him for years now, if you go back Every single one of those times that he said the N-word, you have to listen to it in the context in which he said it, and you would understand why he said it. Most of the times he's like quoting somebody or restoring the historical purposes. It's never been like malicious, like he's calling somebody that out of like a racist tirade, like, uh, what's that dude on Seinfeld? I forget his name. Kramer? Yeah, like that guy. But... I don't know. It's just, we're in such a weird state right now. And the scary part is, allegedly, Putin is, like, kind of on his way out and not, like, of office. Like, 
he's kind of on his way out of life. And, like, a lot of people are afraid that he's going to try, like, one last hurrah and, and just nuke everybody. Now, this could be completely conspiracy theorist Tyler going on here, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're going to see what happens in the, in the following year or the next year or two. I just hope we're all still alive to see it. <laughs> How about them? Fucking Eagles, baby. I'm going to end on this because I don't want to make this too long because I got to go to bed. But, uh, dude, if you're an, if you're a football fan, if the Eagles don't at the very fucking least win their division this year, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm done watching football. I will turn into a hockey fan. I don't even watch hockey, but I will turn into a hockey fan just because on principle. I'm done with this shit, dude. Jalen Hurts has all the weapons. If he can't find success with all the weapons he has, I don't know what to do. And we have a stud defense, too. Super Bowl or bust is what I'm saying. If they don't win the fucking Super Bowl this year, I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Fuck the Cowboys. As always, fuck the Cowboys. Baltimore, you're cool in my book just because I live close to it. Fuck you, Kyle. I know what you're going to say. You live close to Baltimore, so you should be a Baltimore fan. Pennsylvania till I die, bitch. I wish you had that kind of loyalty, bitch. Um, other than that, man, tattoo convention coming up July 7th, 8th, and 9th, I believe it is, in Gettysburg. Come out. I'll be there every single day. Actually, I think it's 8th, 9th, and 10th. I'm sorry. In Gettysburg at the Wyndham, I think it is. I could be wrong. Either way, they got a website on their Facebook, on Facebook. Um, so go check that out. I'll be there every single day uh, hanging out, going to New Hampshire, going camping in the next two weeks. So I might, I might just take my fucking equipment out there and have our first ever fireside session. Who knows? I'm definitely taking my GoPro out there, and I might put up a little video on YouTube of our experience, but who knows? Um, yeah, but anyway, thank you guys for supporting. I will definitely try to get more and more of these out. I apologize. I've been fucking busy and doing shit, and it's nice out, so I've been outside. I'm trying not to be trapped into a podcast all the time, but... I'm going to try to get these things out because, boy, I want this motherfucker to blow up so I don't got to drive goddamn truck trailer no more. So with that being said, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace out.